This episode is sponsored by By Heart. By Heart is an infant nutrition company whose mission is simple make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, By Heart created a clinically proven, easy to digest infant formula that's made with organic, grass fed whole milk, certified clean ingredients, and features a patented protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Our blend includes the most abundant protein found in breast milk. Alpha-Lac, as well as Lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum, along with broken down, partially hydrolyzed proteins. BiHeart is an easy-to-digest formula. In addition to its patented protein blend, our formula includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. BiHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk, not skim. Curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with the code parenting for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Village Voice, parenting beyond discipline the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Erin Royer-Azmerland. In today's episode, I'll be sharing some great tools for raising healthy eaters and how to dial down that pickiness. I will answer a couple of questions that came in this week, but that are also ones that I get asked quite frequently about dealing with picky eating. So let's get started. It seems like one of the biggest battles in households today is getting kids to eat healthy foods. In today's episode, I'll cover some quick background information, starting with some feeding guidelines that you can use starting around the preschool age, around age three, and that you can continue through elementary and even continue into the beginning teen years. It's good for children to graze through the preschool years. I visited a preschool where the director left fruits and veggies out for the kids so they could eat whenever they were hungry. Make meals and snacks healthy with fruit and vegetable options. This way you can circumvent the problem of kids skipping or eating lightly at meals and waiting to fill up at snack time. One of the parents that I worked with in private coaching, we dealt with just this problem. She was having an issue with her kids literally eating nothing for lunch and then they would fill up on snacks. She would put the lunch in front of them and they would refuse to eat even a single bite. Then literally five minutes later after lunch was over, they would be asking for a snack because they were hungry. And then she would pull something out of the cupboard that was not particularly unhealthy, but it was more processed than the fresh fruits and veggies. And so they were filling up on things like veggie straws and more processed types of foods. So I really worked with her on getting this turned around. And part of that was making the snacks more healthy with fresh fruits and vegetables. Teach your kids where their food comes from by taking them to the grocery store and allowing them to help you shop. Talking about, and if possible, visiting a farm, going berry picking, apple or vegetable picking, or growing your own garden, even if it's a small one. 
The great thing is so many preschools are doing this now, and even some elementary schools are too. Talk about nutrients and how they help the body. Allow kids to help with prep, cooking, and serving food. Model eating a healthy breakfast each day and prepare a healthy breakfast for your kids every morning as well. In our house, we keep a wide variety of fruits to offer at breakfast time, and so this has become the habit at our house. Everybody eats at least one fruit every morning, and we have some great fruit eaters. Then we offer either a whole grain or a protein, such as eggs or plain Greek yogurt with added fruit for flavor. Some whole grains we offer include sprouted wheat or whole grain bagels, whole grain toast, oatmeal, whole wheat pancakes or waffles, or a whole grain cereal. Also, encourage your kids to use their own utensils and even allow them to cut their own food with a butter knife. This plays on that autonomy that is so important to kids at this age. And if they're able to do these things on their own, they become much more interested in the meal process. Now for some feeding guidelines to consider as your child heads to kindergarten. You can still continue or start doing all of the do's from the preschool section, like picking fruit, growing a garden, visiting a farm, etc. But these are specific considerations related to the transition from preschool to elementary school. Now, if you're homeschooling, these may be less of a concern. While it's great for kids to graze for the preschool years, so long as it's healthy, meaning lots of fruits and vegetables, the summer before kindergarten, if you haven't already, get your child used to eating bigger meals. You'll want to get him on an eating schedule that has three meals and at least two snacks. The reason is that once they are in elementary, the option to graze throughout the day is gone. Most schools will give time for a morning snack, but you want your child used to having meals with smaller snacks in between. So now I'm going to move on to the guidelines for avoiding picky eating habits. The first rule of thumb is that parents are in charge of what food is offered and when it is offered. The parent's job is to provide a wide variety of healthy food choices. Children are in charge of how much they eat of each offered food choice. In some cases, this may mean they eat none of a particular item or items. Once it is on their plate or on the table, they get to choose how much of each item. Now here is some research on food preferences. Studies support the idea that children's preference and intake patterns are largely a reflection of the food that becomes familiar to them. Research indicates that the extent to which the fruits and vegetables are present and readily available and accessible in the home correlates positively with the level of consumption of those foods in school-age children. And this is from the Journal of Health Education. Now that's a big mouthful, so let me break it down. This is basically just saying that the more fruits and vegetables are available to a child in early childhood, preschool and elementary age, the more interest they have in them and the more they're going to eat these fruits and vegetables. Simple as that. It's available, the more it's available, the more they're gonna eat and the more they're gonna like it. And I'm gonna get more into this about how this works when I get down to answering a question that came in this week. So hold tight for some more information on that. The last area I will cover before getting to some questions is a very important one from a safety standpoint. And these are choking hazards. So many parents are not aware of some of these foods that need to be closely monitored or avoided until specific ages. So up through the age of three, for fruit with pits, cut the fruit off the pits. So things like peaches, plums, nectarines. If you give seeds, be sure to grind them up. No gum in any form or any wedges of fruit or cheese. 
cut up the fruit or cheese into half inch pieces or smaller. Grapes and cherry tomatoes need to be cut in quarters. This actually happened in my own family. My brother was giving lunch to his son, who was about two years old, and he swallowed a grape and got it lodged in his throat. He could not breathe at all. My brother called the ambulance, but was luckily able to get the grape dislodged before the ambulance arrived. But it was very scary. So for kids three and under, cut grapes and cherry tomatoes into quarters, not just halves. Stringy vegetables like green beans or celery also need to be cut up into a half inch or smaller. When your toddler is eating raisins and or peanut butter, keep a very close eye as these can gum up and block the air passage. Avoid nuts or watch very closely. Cut up raw carrots into quarters and then half inch chunks or less. Hot dogs as well should be cut into strips and then the half inch pieces or less. And also include all the additional choking hazards for kids under six, which I'll cover now. For kids under six, cut grapes and cherry tomatoes in half. Unless, of course, your child is three or under, then cut them in quarters. Hot dogs and carrots in half. Stay close while kids five and under are eating popcorn or marshmallows. For marshmallows, cut them up or sit with them. When they do get caught, they are very difficult to get out because they're so sticky. And no hard candy, chewy candy, or gum up through the age of five. When I was five, I choked on one of those red and white round candies. It literally got lodged in my windpipe and I couldn't breathe at all. Luckily, my uncle saw me and whacked me on the back. So my kids are now seven, five, and five, and I still won't let them eat those candies. Our first question today comes from Amanda in Nevada. I need help with some creative and clever ways to get my seven-year-old to eat veggies. We have a high-end blender, so I sneak them in smoothies, but I would like to get him to eat them knowing he's eating them. I bribe, threaten, cry, scream, beg, plead, make it fun, cover it with things. I even have a fun plate where I can make the veggies into faces. He also cooks with me sometimes. Nothing works. Help! So first, Amanda, you are doing several things really well. So let me share what those are. One of the tips I cover in my classes is have your child cook with you. And this is great, and I'm glad you're doing this. Keep doing it. The more he's exposed to vegetables of all kinds, the better. From picking things out of the garden, if you have one, to shopping, to helping prep and serve will only increase his interest. So keep doing that. I also love that you try to make it fun with the use of the faceplate. So keep doing that as well. Adding veggies to smoothies is another suggestion I make in the class on healthy eating. Even though he doesn't know he's getting it, he is getting a taste for these veggies. So when he does get around to trying them in their more natural state, the taste for them is on its way to being formed. While you are working on getting him to eat them in a more whole state, keep doing the smoothies. Great job with that. These later years of childhood have been flying by. As a mom, I want to not just be available to my kids during these last years they have at home, but I want to feel good and have the energy I need to keep up with their schedule and my own. So my health is a top priority. Equilibria is a woman-owned wellness brand with unique science-backed products that help bring your mind and body back into harmony. You're not alone on your wellness journey. Every customer gets one-on-one support to help you meet your goals. EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense is a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. A healthy gut positively impacts immunity, mental health, sleep, digestion, and skin health. It helps regulate digestion, immunity against bad bacteria, and improve nutrient absorption. 
The gut has been called the second brain because it contains more than 100 million nerve cells. It is a vitally important piece to our overall health, both physical and mental. So to make sure my gut is working at its potential, I started taking EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense to improve my digestion and nutrition absorption, boost my overall immune health, and help with sleep and stress as a bonus. Head to myeq.com and use code PARENTING for 15% off Equilibria's Microbiome Defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code PARENTING at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HEPA-14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. And lastly, I really like that you want to get him to eat them knowing he's eating them because that is important. So now I'm going to talk about the one thing that you need to stop doing and give a few suggestions of a few other things you can do. So as you probably know, you want to stop the bribing, threatening, screaming, begging, and pleading. As you can see, it doesn't work. Well, it does work, but not for what you want it to. It becomes a power struggle. You can't force him to eat them. So basically you're giving him a whole lot of leverage, a whole lot of power with this. The more you do this, the less he will want to eat it because he knows there's a lot of power in not eating the vegetables. Your job is to offer the wide variety of healthy foods. His job is to decide how much of each he wants to eat. Offer it and let it be his choice. You may just find that he begins to explore these foods when he doesn't gain power for not eating them. And secondly, research shows that it can take at least 15 times. And for older kids like yours, this can be even more before a child will begin to accept a new food. So just keep offering. You also wanna make snacks healthy, like I shared earlier. A lot of kids will eat smaller meals and hold out for snacks if the snacks are processed foods and meals are healthier. You can circumvent that by keeping the snacks healthy. If you're trying to increase vegetables, make snacks heavy in vegetables. Offer fresh vegetables and dips like hummus, ranch, or whatever is your child's favorite, even if it's ketchup. If it gets him to dip and eat fresh vegetables, awesome. Ants on a log, the celery with peanut butter and raisins, 
I also have several blog posts with ideas for healthy snacks. So be sure to check out our healthy eating section on the blog for links to the printouts for lots of healthy snacks that are really fun for kids. Next, put veggies in and on everything. Making scrambled eggs, put onions, peppers, mushrooms, or spinach in them. Put veggies on pizza or in the marinara sauce. He can pick it out or around it, but at least he's getting exposure. And over time, he will most likely stop picking them out. Our next question is from Penny in Washington. She says, my three-year-old is going through the I don't like that stage for anything I put in front of him for dinner. Every single night. It's seriously driving me crazy. What do I do? Hi, Penny. Ah, yes, you are currently experiencing what is called a food jag. It is common for young kids to have these food jags. And these are these little statements about what they do and do not eat. Like, I only eat plain pasta. I don't like fruit. It doesn't sound like this is a problem in your house, but this is a trap that many parents fall into. They start giving into those food jags. They offer the pasta with the butter for every meal because they just want the kids to eat something. Then it increases pickiness because the child never gets any opportunity to try anything else. Just like I told Amanda, just keep offering the foods. So stay in charge of what is offered and let your child stay in charge of how much of what he eats. I distinctly remember our son Chandler going through this exact same thing when he was about three and a half, where he would come to the table every single night. And when I didn't cook one of his favorites, he would whine, I don't like this. I would tell him he didn't have to eat, but he did need to sit with us at the table during mealtimes. Then if I completely left it alone and didn't say anything about trying something, and usually if I didn't even look at him, within 10 minutes, he would invariably take a small bite. More times than not, he would gobble up everything on his plate and then ask for more, and even ask for it again the next night. Sometimes he would only try a few bites and decide he didn't want more, and that was okay too. But I knew he wouldn't starve, and I knew I was setting up positive eating habits by not giving in and setting the expectation that he'd try new things before making a judgment call. Also, of course, I knew if I gave in that I would be teaching him that all he has to do is refuse, and not only that... I would be teaching his siblings that same lesson as well. For more on tips on raising healthy eaters, you can see our classes on mealtimes and healthy eating. We have one for infants and toddlers and another for preschoolers, which is basically age three and beyond. To see our classes or read our blog, you can visit our website at yourvillageonline.com. In our next episode, I'll be discussing a more important topic for those with more than one child, sibling rivalry. I'll discuss the difference between rivalry and fighting, how to create more harmony among siblings, and how to deal with the fights and squabbles when they do arise. If you would like to submit a question for that episode or other future episodes, you can send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. You can also see what topics we have coming up by visiting our podcast page on our site, yourvillageonline.com slash podcast. If you're loving what you're hearing on our podcast, please let us know by giving us a great review and also subscribing to our channel. If there is something you think we can do better or a topic you would really like to hear about, please send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in today. And I look forward to seeing you next time.